This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Speak Legal, conversations with Community Law Otago, made with the support of Law Faculty, University of Otago. Last week on Speak Legal, we started a series all about ACC in Aotearoa, New Zealand, and joining us on the line now to take that conversation further ahead is Leisha De Bruyne. Leisha, Morena, good to have you with us. Morena, Jack, thank you for having me again. All right, today, Leisha, we're going to talk about... Uh, how you make claims and deal with ACC. This will be an interesting one. So let's rip into it. How do we make claims with ACC? So you claim by lodging an ACC 45 injury claim form. Um, and this form has to be completed, and it's like a must always be completed by a treatment provider, such as a doctor, a physiotherapist, or an ambulance driver. And almost always, if you have a normal, and just a just a normal injury, they will automatically fill it out, um, and they will usually send that form for to ACC for you. And this is often done electronically. Is there a time period uh, within which you've got to file that claim? Yeah, so you have to lodge your claim for ACC cover within twelve months after the date of your accident or your injury, and claims for particular ACC entitlements. Uh, as opposed to whether we're, you're covered by ACC in the first place, have to be lodged within 12 months after the date which you need for that particular entitlement arose. But then ACC will still start, will, they will still accept a claim that's lodged outside of those time limits um, unless the lateness of the claim will affect their ability to make decisions about the claim. So they would like it within 12 months, but there are exceptions if you didn't do it in 12 months. Okay. Let's look at the process. Um, Who's going to decide whether to grant my claim or not? Right. So ACC Service Centre staff will initially make a decision about whether you're covered or not. And then you'll get a letter telling you about the initial decision. The ACC Service Centre staff then decide what level of risk your claim involves. And this will affect how they manage your claim from then on. Uh, so there are three levels. So the first is no no risk. So that's just simple claims involving pretty much your med- only your medical fees, and these are seen as no risk cases and are pretty much paid pretty uh, immediately. Um, low to medium risk is your second level, and they these cases are where claimants need additional assistance, and are man- and these are managed by case coordinators in one of ACC's four contact centres. And then the third and the highest form of risk is high risk. Uh, and the cases here are where there is a serious injury requiring significant involvement from ACC or even a lengthy pile of work. And these are managed by case managers and ACC branches. Right. Um, is there a time limit within which ACC needs to uh, process those claims? Absolutely. Uh, so for standard time, for just standard claims, uh, you have ACC has 21 days after receiving a claim to process that claim and make a decision about whether or not you um, have a claim and what your entitlements are. Uh, and they can extend that time to make the decision if they need more information, but they can't extend it for more than four months after you've lodged your claim and they need to make inform you in written, they have to give you a written letter or an email these days um, to say that they're extending the time. And then for complicated claims, 
um, ACC has two months um, as a minimum to make a decision, and complicated claims are involving a mental injury caused by rape or other sexual crimes with ACC caused sensitive claim, or personal injury caused by work-related gradual process, disease, infection, or treatment injuries, or late claims. So when your claim is lodged after the 12 months that your accident occurred. Uh, if ACC needs more information with complicated claims, they can extend this time for making a decision to up to two months. But um, you and ACC, any ACC, you and ACC, should I say, can agree to extend the time further, but ACC has to make a decision about your claim within nine months after you've lodged it. What's the effect on my coverage if ACC doesn't meet those deadlines? Right. If ACC doesn't meet those deadlines for processing your claims, the law says you're covered for your injury just as if ACC had approved your claim. This is called deemed cover. And they can remove, they can make a decision later on saying actually you don't have a claim, but any entitlement that you received during the time that you had your your deemed claim, your deemed cover, should I say, you don't have to pay that back. You had had your rights to it. Okay. Um, Let's just talk briefly about sensitive cases, mental harm caused by sexual abuse and so forth. How are they processed? Yeah, so the ACC scheme provides cover for that mental harm caused by rape and sexual abuse. ACC calls these sensitive claims and they're dealt with a very special ACC unit um, and the special claims unit. So it doesn't go through that normal process of just a case manager. They are trained in that area. All right. Claims, a lot of them, the most simple ones, there's no no great contentiousness about them. But for, no. many, for many there are, and there are you know investigative processes and so forth, and it can be an mm-hmm. ongoing process. So let's talk about um, our rights through that process. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the Code of ACC's Claimants' Rights explains how ACC works with the people who make claims. And the code is intended to foster a positive relationship between you and ACC. It gives you rights and describes the responsibilities of ACC, and that is where you'll find everything that you need to. Um, but it doesn't deal with entitlements. Now, if you have a concern about what an ACC's decision regarding cover or an entitlement, you can use you have to use the review process um, available for challenging an ACC decision. And I will talk about. Um, the review process in itself in a different day. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about the rights we have under this code. Yes. So you have the right to be treated with dignity and respect, to be treated fairly and have your views considered, have your culture, values and beliefs respected, uh, a support person or or people are with you the, through the entire process, uh, effective communication, be fully informed uh, have your privacy respected and complain if ACC breaches your rights under the code. All right, so how do we make a complaint if we need to under the code? So if you think your rights have been under the code have been breached, or you have some other complaints about the way you've been treated by ACC, you can either raise the problem at a local level with the person you've been dealing with, so usually your case contact, um, and you can email them or give them a call or that person's manager. Uh, or you can lodge a claim, uh, complaint with ACC's Complaints Service, the Office of Complaints Investigator. 
Uh, and this is done, it must be done using the ACC's um, own ACC code of complaint form. It's easy to find, it's on their website, um, and it doesn't cost anything to make a complaint. Okay, so what can the Office of the Complaints Investigator do once it receives a complaint? Yeah, so the Office of Complaints Investigator, sorry, part of ACC, but it has to investigate those complaints and help resolve them impartially and independently. And so once the Office has finished investigating a complaint, it will provide a written decision and it will give reasons for its decision and describe any actions it intends to take. The Office of Complaints Investigator can tell ACC to do certain things including they have to apologise to you, meet with you so that you can put your, forward your views, uh, provide you with the relevant information, provide interpreting services. Uh, so that office, the office investigator can also recommend other remedial actions, for example, recommending to ACC that it changes, changes its decision. Okay, what if you don't, <clears throat> excuse me, what if you don't agree no, with right. the decision of the office of the complaints investigator? Yeah, so if you don't agree and you're unhappy with the complaint investigator's decision, you can request a review of that decision by an external reviewer using the same process that ACC, uh, to apply to ACC's decision on claims, that review process. Um, but just a note on that, unlike other external review decisions, an external reviewer's decision about an alleged breach of code of ACC's claimant's rights can't be appealed to the district court. So once the external reviewer's decision is made, it's kind of the end of the road for the complaints process. Okay, and we'll talk about reviews of the decisions in relation to eligibility for a, a claim and so forth in a, in a future edition of Speak Legal. Absolutely. Um, if you're interested in learning more about this, uh, Alicia and I began this conversation on last week's edition of... Speak Legal here on the Awesome Morning Show. If you want to hear that, you can hop online to our website, oar.org.nz. Look for Speak Legal and you'll find uh, last week's edition there and indeed other editions of Speak Legal there for you to uh, listen to at your leisure. And we'll continue this conversation uh, again uh, next week, no doubt, Leisha. Absolutely. (laughs) In the meantime, um, we are at the red setting. Just remind us how uh, uh, Community Law Otago is offering its services at the moment. So we're offering our services all over the phone. Uh, So you can either give us an email at reception at dclc.org.nz or give us a call at 474-1922 and make an appointment um, and we'll go from there and make you an appointment. Brilliant stuff. Thanks so much to you and the team, Leisha. We look forward to speaking legal with with you again next week. Thank you very much. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.